<laughs> was that a burp? Yes. You're was nasty. A, were you recording already? Yes, it was a burp. <laughs> Perfect. You're silly. So, hi, I'm Capri Dupree. And I am Sharon Cox. And Flipwork. Flipwork. You got a word. that lip to work lip slit. no no i mean like at a job like this is a job this is well, yeah but it can still be like a, a lip work at job this... well but we're making our lips work oh by doing a podcast oh, got it never got it but you came up with a name still didn't get it that's okay our lips are working right now oh because they're moving because hopefully we would make some money <sighs> at some point some type of money some type of money it's okay yeah. That's fine. So I have a question. Yeah, I have an answer. Uh, I think the topic today is going to be, why did we start doing drag? Why? So why? Did, why? Why? Pose it to you first. Why? Why? I don't know why. Um, Why did I start doing drag? I've been doing drag mm-hmm. for seven years. Oh, really? Now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Seven? Is that the right math? I started in 2012. I guess. That's eight years. That's nine years? I think there's no way. What was the year you said? 2012. <laughs> 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. So, so yeah, eight. eight. Eight going to nine, I guess. Yeah. No, I eight. guess eight in March. It would be eight. March. It'll be eight in March. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been doing drag for uh, eight it's... years. Okay. Um, I'm an eight year old. Okay. <laughs> Yikes. Well, it's March now, I think. It's March now. Well, Yes. Yeah. Is this going to be released in March? You told know. me not to say dates. <laughs> you we'll told me not out. to say dates. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, so I, um, I don't, I, I, I've always had a, um, a love for the theater. Okay. And um, since I was in high school, I would do theater and um, actually taking it all the way back to Venezuela Venezuela. when I was a child. Okay. Um, Funny story. I would actually, uh, soap operas are huge in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, soap operas have their little intro song or whatever, and they would get like a famous person to sing. Telenovelas. 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 So I would, um, I don't know how my parents did not know I was gay (laughs) and how I was a surprise when I was 23 when I came out. (laughs) But, um... I would get under the table mm-hmm. at dinner time and sing songs from the telenovelas. <laughs> okay. And act them out under the table. Okay. Loud enough for people that were eating to hear me. <laughs> uh, and then I would have my own little one man shows that I would do on oh, okay. like, holidays and stuff like that. So, like, I was always. They probably thought you were going to be an actor. Gay. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but I always wanted to do something mm-hmm. on the stage. And so. I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. I did a, several plays. Mm-hmm. At the time when I started doing drag, I was doing Nine to Five, the musical. Okay. Um, a With Dolly fully, Parton? Fully written by Dolly Parton, okay. yes. Working uh, Nine to Five. Why don't we... Oh, wait. Ten <laughs> seconds. <laughs> we can skip uh, <laughs> I guess if we, sing it, if we sing it off key enough, they can't pick yes, it up. Yeah, yeah, Spotify won't be able to get it. Spotify won't get it. Not Spotify. Is it Spotify? Shazam. Shazam, Shazam? won't be able to get it. Yeah. I bet I can sing a song in Shazam and Shazam would get it. Oh, okay. If you feel that way. <laughs> I don't believe it'll happen. <laughs> I don't either. I don't either. I think I've tried it. Um, but uh, I was doing 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. And um, I 
Okay. I got Bell's palsy. Okay. While I was doing 9 to 5. And I'll tell you how I got Bell's palsy. Okay. A friend of mine was doing a photo shoot. Okay. And she wanted to do a nude photo shoot. Oh. But I was not comfortable with being completely naked. So she wanted to do... She wanted to put me in like those little white briefs. Okay. Like the old, like like the Mormon yeah. underwear. Foot of the loom. Yeah. yeah. No, not foot of the loom. Like, like the starchy ones. Oh. White boxers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. You can see straight through. Yeah. Okay. And she wanted me to get in a fountain, in a water fountain, and get wet. So, like, the pictures will be, um like, overexposed. And you can't see anything, but you can see body and shape. And She's a liar. She was shape. doing child porn. No, I wasn't a child. I was I was already in my twenties. Okay, but um, so she's doing porn then, <laughs> adult <laughs> porn. Um, so the photos were very. I still have that photo somewhere. We never framed it. Uh, but the fountain mm-hmm. that I did this in was the one in front of the courthouse. Okay, what is that park call? Um, is it here? George Ward? No, not George Ward. Not George Ward. You're talking about our uh, Lynn Park. Lynn Park girl. Lynn Manuel, yes. La- M- Miranda. <laughs> Lynn Park, where the homeless of Birmingham lives. Mm-hmm. And pee in. And, and take showers. In. Yes. And probably use it as a toilet and poop. I know. said pee, yes. They probably poop Pee and poop. Too. Both. And I got it in can it. happen at the same time. You're you're not a pigeon. What? <laughs> that only happens to pigeons. That com- it comes out the same hole for pigeons. Yeah. You can pee How a poop and keep going. I know I can't. My brain does okay, not work right. that way. Okay. So you can't and, walk and chew gum? I mean, yes, but not like release yes. two things. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> so, um, ow, I hit the microphone, my bad. Um, so I um, I did the photo shoot okay. and I had a bacterial infection in my ear that caused my seventh nerve to die, which uh, controls all of the nerves of your face. So you were in this photo shoot. Uh, I was, oh, you was uh, fully immersed in it. November, cold. I even got a cold. Like, it was bad. Mm-mm. And so um, so I got I got Bell's palsy. And the reason why I laugh is mm-hmm. because I was doing 9 to 5 at that time. Okay. So when you have Bell's palsy, P's, T's, and F's don't come out. <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to... P, T, or F. Okay. Or you have to like move, move your, your lips face, yeah. and move your face. Uh, does not come out right. So okay. this was me. <laughs> Working nine. <laughs> <laughs> Working nine. <laughs> um, <laughs> I couldn't say the words and it was devastating. But um, there were times. Uh, oh, there was a there was a little like skit that I would do that mm-hmm. I would go. Because, you know, the, the whole show is about um, sexual harassment in the workplace okay. for women mm-hmm. in the, like, the 70s and yep. 80s. And so I walk around one of the desks and I lean over one of the desks. And the whole bit that we have been rehearsing was I would wink at her. Mm-hmm. But my brain hadn't processed that the eye Can was not, wink. cannot wink at the moment mm-hmm. because I have no movement. And so the listeners will not be able to see this, but okay. you will, and okay. they'll hear your reaction. Okay. I walk over to her, and I go. <laughs> <laughs> I could not blink. My brow shiv- like shivered a little bit, Okay. and the muscle underneath my eye kind of <laughs> shook a little bit, but there was no blinking. So it looked like you were trying to harass someone, like you were trying to insinuate heavily, like, hey. Like, hey, hey, come to my office later. Hey. Yeah. And I couldn't wink. 
Mm-hmm. And she just looked at me so confused. <laughs> I would have been like, uh, and that was open at night. Okay? So we had an audience. Okay. Um, so anyhow, that to, that to leads you to exercises mm-hmm. um, to get Bell's palsy, to get your face back to where mm-hmm. it needs to be. And one of those things is lip syncing. Mm-hmm. The doctor actually said, you know, play some music, lip sync the, the lyrics, and it'll help you gain movement in your face. Okay. And at that time, I had just met a local drag queen mm-hmm. who is now my drag mother of okay. sanity. Wow, and I was like, uh, I kind of want to start doing drag. And she just looked at me and she said, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't quit while you're at it. Um, but I started. And uh, every Wednesday night, I would go to all the open stages. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of how I started. Just kind of kind of being that drag queen that was everywhere. Mm-hmm. I remember... One time I had an interaction with um, the legendary Candy Lee. Oh. You know Candy Lee? Yes, I do. Yeah, Candy Lee. Candy Lee, um, I hadn't met her. And me and her are great friends now. But mm-hmm. I hadn't met her at the moment. And she it was a show at Alice on 7th. And mm-hmm. she comes over to me and she was like, so um, aren't you an Our Place girl? What? And uh, I hadn't met her at that moment. Okay. Uh, and I really didn't work at a specific bar. She mm-hmm. had just seen me only at Our Place. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm doing my makeup on the floor. Um, with a mirror mm-hmm. and I look up and I said no and you are <laughs> there was a lot of attitude in there the dressing room died <laughs> I remember uh, she says do you know who I am and I Ooh, said nope. nope and I went back and did my makeup mm-hmm. I remember Paris Campbell was in the room mm-hmm. um, Sierra Simone Campbell was in the room and uh, obscenity mm-hmm. and you could hear a pin drop <laughs> because this new Little boy in drag, uh-huh. little Latin boy in drag. Little Latin boy in drag. Why just are you told, crying? <laughs> just told Miss Central Alabama Pride, nineteen ninety nine. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know who you are. Uh, and since that moment, she kind of took you know took a liking to me because she was like, "I like you. You have no filter. <laughs> You're my kind of girl. I like you." Um, so, but since then, I started doing drag because um, it, it, it kind of help me mm-hmm. with my Bell's palsy. Mm-hmm. So I always make the joke that, you know, drag safe my face because otherwise <laughs> I probably would have not made a, rec- sure. you know, I would have not recuperated as much as I, I would have done it with other exercises. But mm-hmm. once I started, mm-hmm. I was able to see that there was a need for, um, drag queens to, to like speak for people who don't have a voice. True. And so I wanted to be that. So I wanted political. to do that. Too. Yeah. So I went more into the politics part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did the pageants, not because I wanted to do pageants, mm-hmm. but I did the pageants because I knew that they would give me a platform to be able to speak and help. And so um, I was everywhere because I was at that time, there was a decline in drag queens. A lot of people have moved from mm-hmm. uh, Birmingham. And so I had just started and I was in quotation marks, the it girl, right? Okay. And so they were like, we want you to emcee this. We want you to do that. We want you to do this. And I used those uh, moments mm-hmm. to uh, either teach about HIV and AIDS or mm-hmm. uh, resources or the uh, youth and stuff like that. Just mm-hmm. stuff that are important in our in our community. And ever since then, drag has been that for me. So there is, there is a part of it that is artistic and there is a part of it that is important to me because of the part of art and acting and True. makeup artistry but um it is rooted in in activism okay well i like that i, I don't know it went that far for you and i don't yeah. know that bell's pause actually like was used to kind of segue you into being yeah, a drag it, queen it helped me a That's lot amazing. Yeah. yeah what about you okay 
Well, for me, I've always been in the background of drag queens, if that makes sense. I've always been like the, well, I DJ at the clubs and things like that. I waited until you started talking. Mm-hmm. So talking coffin. Mm-hmm. <coughs> She's a rude bitch. I'm sick. <laughs> She's not. She's a liar. I would say I have the coronavirus, but that would be insensitive. That is very insensitive. <laughs> I have the no. I have. And what was it that I said at work that I had the? Because Corona in Spanish means crown. So I was like, I don't have the coronavirus. I have, I have the, the crown virus. virus. So yeah. Like, what is that something new? Like, don't worry about it. Is it's it a new? Lot of coffin. <laughs> it's got to lead you into a coffin. <laughs> so I apologize for that. But let's Bye. continue. Okay, wonderful. So I'm. Um, I used to be a DJ in the club all the time, and well, I still am. And with DJing, you're always just in the club, you know. Um, so as I started as the DJ apprentice, I guess, or the uh, the helper to the DJ, I would always go back and forth to the drag room. Well, I've always been, um, I've always had friends that were trans women, or I've always had friends that did drag because I was just like anything about, just like uh, anything creative. So I've always wanted to do it. My friends used to do it. We used to like kind of play around with it. So like when um i don't know do you know what a turnabout pageant is yeah yeah yeah. or just a turnabout show or closet ball or whatever you want to call it yeah uh i would always get in drag for those so i would always like go to one of my drag friends house and like they'll do my makeup and then i'll just go and live my fantasy for that night and then you know whatever for the listeners a turnabout Mm -hmm. show is when someone who does drag Mm -hmm. does the opposite or, or someone who doesn't do drag mm-hmm. gets in drag for benefits. Yes. So if you don't do drag normally, you would be the drag queen, and then drag queens would be drag kings and yeah. vice versa. Yes. Yes. Proper explanation. Boys are girls and girls are boys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so we would do that. Or if it was a pageant in town, I would go to the pageant and drag, whatever. It had to be like an event for me to go and do it. And then my, being my best friend at the time, we used to do it all the time. Uh, so then uh, in 2000, and I've always been like in to pageants and mm-hmm. I always be like the person that's in the talent or I'll be a backstage or, or do something like that. So I've always known about drag or the mechanics of drag. Just never put it all together to make a drag queen. And that makes sense. Uh, so uh, in 2017, I believe, January 2017, I was dating this guy mm-hmm. and he wanted to do drag. And what it was that I, I, I want, so yeah, so he wanted to do drag. And I was like, okay, well, I'll help you do drag because I've done it before. And I didn't. So he was your drag daughter? Uh, Yikes. No. Because no. uh-huh. he had a bunch <laughs> of other drag queens telling him what to do. Oh, uh, so he, he was a any orphan, like a, a little. Yeah, he was just a, yeah. a, a drag dropping. Or a little orphan Annie. Yeah. I said that backwards because of my English. But <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think he had any drag parents. He's just, he worked at the club. He's like a bartender or like a bar back or whatever. And he used to just kind of float around in the drag room mm-hmm. and stuff like that and he would get all the hand-me-downs and stuff like that. So it was fine. Uh, so and he was biracial. So he was half black, half white. And I would uh, try to tell him things from my perspective. Cause I was like, well, being someone who is black and been around black and white drag queens, uh, you can't, you have to, for you, by you being both, there are, when it comes to makeup and stuff, you have to mm-hmm. tailor it. You yeah, just can't yeah. use like one person tell you one thing to do for yourself. It probably doesn't work for you. And then he was like six, three, Six two six three. He's really tall, biracial guy. Did we date? You're describing me. <laughs> it wasn't you. Okay, just asking. <laughs> just asking. I said white and black. You said biracial. Well, I guess you did say I white, did say and, white black. and black. See, it's my fantasy. Leave it's me alone. Okay. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> so, um, so, <laughs> so he, um, so he would listen to the white drag queens over me, and I was like, well, I know just as much as they know. And he was like, oh, okay. And then we were playing makeup and stuff like that together. And I was like, but he's still not listening to me. So I guess I need to do it for you to listen. Yeah. 
So that was like what kind of pushed me to do it. Oh. And then I said, well, what I'll do if you, because I'm, I'm supportive. Like when I'm with someone, I'm supportive of them. So I said, so what I'll do is that I'll do it once a month for the entire year if you can commit to the same thing. And he said, okay. Work. I said, so I'll make sure that I get a gig at a club. And I said, you do the same thing. I said, we, we'll both rise as drag together. together. Yeah. yeah. I said, it doesn't matter what, it, if it's a, like a, a Thursday night, talent night, or like a Friday night something, a Wednesday night something. We're doing it together. We have enough. There's enough avenues right now for us to have at least one night, whether it be like a hotspot or a booking, once a month for the rest of for the full year. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to commit to it. He was like, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. This and the other. I said, okay, whatever. So, um, I think I went the very last Sunday of June. No, no, no the very last Sunday of January, and I went to the Quest. They had the uh, open. They were doing Sundays. I think they're mm-hmm. still doing it. And I went, and he went, and you know that was it. So I think about March. I think we had broke up, but I said I'm going to keep the commitment to myself. So then I went ahead and finished the whole year out, and I was like, oh okay. So then I kind of made a name for myself, and I was. Um, well, not a name for myself, but just people knew me. Mm-hmm. And I guess people enjoyed seeing me. And I was like, okay, well, that's fine. So I'll just keep it going. So then I just get a gig every now and then. I just keep it going. And yeah. But the the sole reason as to why I started doing drag and continue to keep doing drag is I feel like I want to be the drag queen's drag queen, if that makes sense. Uh-huh. Like I want to show inspiration and also show up for... Because uh, at the at the time, we do have black drag queens in the city. And they do do good drag. They're phenomenal. If that makes yes. sense. But I feel like they were getting lost with RuPaul's Drag Race and what that perpetuates. And yes. I do like RuPaul's Drag Race, uh, but there are pros and there are cons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like for the black drag queens, um, we have to do more. or we have. There's a standard of drag when it comes to being a black drag queen. And I feel that that standard was being lowered, like the bar was being lowered. And I was like, well, no, I need to start doing drag to show black drag queens Elevate it. an example of where the standard is, if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So meet me where I am or surpass me. So that's what I was saying. I like that. I yeah. like that. And I think that's a reality in like just society in general. Mm-hmm. Like people of color are always are always just not look at the potential that they that they are. That so they they're have. all that yeah. they have. So like they, they could have a great potential, but you're all they're always like, Okay, well if if you're at a seven, I'm gonna see you at a three. Right. And you're like, But why? I'm already showing you a seven. Why why won't you inspire me to get a ten? Yeah. Right. Um and so I think that's a reality and just you know, and Queens of color, yeah, just just culture and yeah. yeah, and people in general. But I think it bleeds over into our into our um, gay community, our LGBT mm-hmm. community. Um, what are some things that by doing drag, mm-hmm. you know, since 2017, mm-hmm. that uh, you dislike about drag? Um, and I, not just the physical, but like right. like, well, something that I don't like. Um, I guess when it comes to the community, I guess is um, like when you're getting ready, I feel like if you guys don't know or have not been in a drag room, like <laughs> while the show is going on, that's where the real party is. Yep. Like that's where the shit is happening. So like, yeah, you think you haven't like the shows are it. No, you think no. you're having fun out yeah, there. Yeah, huh? the fun is happening in the drag room. Yep. Like that's what all the tea and all the shit is and going. The shots down. are flowing. The shots and, are flowing. Yeah. The the bar drama is happening because somebody get mad with somebody else at the bar, like employees. Then they got to come and have to come talk to someone. That's, Who they talk that's to? The break. It's a drag queen. The drag yeah. queen. They yeah, run yeah. to the drag queen to hide, 
and it's that and the other drag queens sit there and they're like <laughs> they all gang up on oh it's gonna yeah. be all right you should go back up there and just you know just talk to them <laughs> knowing that that's gonna start them to go to a fight so when you're performing you can see the fight <laughs> you can see the fight you're, you're 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 on the stage so you can see it but you're not part of it or after the show there's a second show which is the fight which is the fight yeah. <laughs> yes. and that's where i'm tipping yeah i'm the one tipping them yeah then you stay in drag and you just go is everything okay did y'all did you work that out you <laughs> remember we came and talked to me about such and such <laughs> Did y'all get that sorted out? No. no? Okay. Oh, y'all didn't? Are those scratches on your face? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the, the fun does happen backstage. Yeah. It, it a happened. lot, yeah. Well, the drag, I feel like we should do something in the drag room, but that's in the future, I guess. But um, but one thing I don't like about um in our community is that when you're in the drag room, sometimes it could be like a silent competition happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially when the girls start revealing like their clothes or like... <sighs> When you're getting ready how for the night. How is she, though? Yeah, and they're just like, oh. How is oh. she, though? Oh, they'll just be like, um, oh, that's nice. And that's like a backhanded compliment. <laughs> or it's like, oh, okay. Well, y'all, she, she, she's coming. I better watch out. She, She'll take your spot. Like, you are stuff brave. Like that. You are brave for wearing that hair. Mm-hmm. Or they, or they get intimidated. you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Or they just get intimidated. And I'm just yeah. like, okay. And they like, you put all that time into that outfit? Well, like, why wouldn't I? Yeah, like, yeah. So I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Like, Keep all that to yourself. And I don't think that I'm like a pristine, like above par drag queen. Mm-hmm. I don't have that mindset. Yes, you do. But I do take time in my I'm clothes. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> I do take time in my clothes and I do take time to like create a concept. I consider myself like a concept queen, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, with a, like, a, I guess, beauty background. I don't know. But um, yeah, that's something I don't like. Well, and for me, and just to clarify, when we are, for me, I don't know for you, mm-hmm. okay. when I'm saying our, you know, in, in, in our... What was it that you said? I was paying attention, I promise. I um, swear you weren't. This bitch has been on her phone the entire time. <laughs> no, I haven't. You are a liar. My goodness. Uh, no, but when we're talking about like our community, we're not talking yeah. about Birmingham. We're talking about the drag Just, community. Yeah, the community. And the LGBTQIA yeah. drag community. What are some of the difficulties? Yeah. Correct. Because I don't want it to get misconstrued and, mm-hmm. and become a, a local issue. Yeah. Um, but... And, 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 and thanks and, for that. You're welcome. You're welcome. I just wanted to clarify that. Um, in the drag community, in our community in general, I think one of the things that I don't like is that it's a cattiness. Yeah, I don't and like I think, that. Yeah. And I think it happens outside of the dressing room as well. I believe so too. It happens too. a lot outside mm-hmm. of the dressing room. Mm-hmm. And you have those drag queens who are um, flies on the wall. They like to stir shit. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I always say that I don't like a I don't like a person who's a fly on the wall because they're always carrying shit on their on their <laughs> on their legs, right? You're that's, stupid. That's what a fly does. A fly True. gets in shit and then goes and gets on, on, on my on enchilada, yeah. and then they shed on the wall and they shed it and they have it all the over. Enchilada them. that they don't serve. That they don't serve a okay. That's a callback to the okay. to the first episode. Okay. Wow. Or the, um, or the other episode. I don't know. We don't it know the matter, order that they're gonna. Okay. Um, but <laughs> now we have to make sure this one goes after. <laughs> um, but uh, I just I don't like drag queens to say, "Well, I'm just a fly on the wall," mm-hmm. because um, if you see injustice and if you see something that's being said that is not true about somebody, mm-hmm. you need to put a stop to it, right. and you need to say, "Well, hold on." I can't. No, that's not true. Or, or, or fix it. Or just, or just be that person who. But don't ever like to me flies on the wall again. Carry shit everywhere they go. Mm -hmm. And so, um, and that's something that I've struggled with here in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm gonna get specific now. Okay. Now. Um, But here in Birmingham, it's because there's a lot of he uh, he said she said and uh, or they said right. And so, Mm -hmm. um, it's it's one of those struggles that it's like. It don't matter how much good you're doing mm-hmm. or how much good you're trying to do. Right. Um, you always get in some sort of 
kickback from people um and i'm not sure if it comes from jealousy or if it comes from just people who are trying to be messy right right that's crazy and i feel like that that happens more so than more so often than not i guess uh and that's great. Like, I don't, I think that's just like an envious thing that people have, like mm-hmm. even to take it outside of being drag or doing drag or just our community, like how people are raised, like it's, it's rooted there. If yeah. That makes sense. Cause I, you deal with it at work in the heterosexual like, yeah, yeah, life. Yeah, definitely. It's everywhere. It's crazy. One of the things that um, I also don't like, is the fact that <clears throat> when one of us is achieving success mm-hmm. or fortunate path for themselves mm-hmm. to um to to go to mm-hmm. um various attacks back and forth okay um and it's happened to me in the past year and a half um, okay when i've been kind of coming out with the whole house of cox productions mm-hmm. and all um there's been the rumor and the and the conversation of sharon is difficult to work with mm-hmm. sharon is selfish mm-hmm. uh, you've heard it because we've yeah, talked about yeah. we've talked mm-hmm. about that um that sharon is difficult to work with that she's shell selfish shellfish she's, <laughs> she's shellfish she's shellfish <laughs> So if you have a shellfish <laughs> have an allergy. allergy, do not come close to Sharon. <laughs> she's selfish. Selfish. Oh, selfish. Oh. Uh, that she's selfish, and that uh, what were what were some other some other things? It was like you were selfish, um, self-centered. That was self-centered, another one. Yeah, yeah. Self-centered. That one. Um, because I put my name on my own brunch. Yeah, your name is first everywhere. How dare I call? No, my, not just my your brunch. brunch. It's everywhere. Everywhere. But we're that's... gonna make sure that Sharon's name is first on this on, podcast. On... <laughs> it's gonna be Sharon Cox and Capri. No, Sharon Cox lip work <laughs> featuring Sharon Cox <laughs> and and lip work <laughs> produced and by Sharon Cox <laughs> and edited by. Sharon, Sharon Cox, Cox uh-huh. and, and but there's never anything after the end. Yeah. It's just and and then the next. And then Capri. Yeah, and small No last name. Small just point. Capri. No, it's going to be C dot D. C dot B. C D. C D? Yeah. What just did C. I say? B. <laughs> C D. Um, so, I, I just, I don't know where those things So, how do you from. think we change the narrative of that? Like, if you're a person that's um, efficient, if that makes sense. Because I feel that you're an efficient yeah. person. Um, if you're an efficient person, if you're a person that has a dream or a goal, and you actually put, for, like, put forth, like, footsteps to get what you're mm-hmm. trying to attain... Like, how do we change that as a community? Or, like, what can we do? Just so, you and I do, I guess. Let me start by, mm-hmm. um, this was, when we talked about this, mm-hmm. this was um, a challenge for me. Because, um, actually, I had somebody who, spiritual guide, you may call it, we were talking. And she said, um, before you answer whether mm-hmm. or not you are difficult to work with, or before, or before you answer if you are self-centered or not, mm-hmm. are you? Hmm. And I said, Interesting. Arr. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I sure. like that. I literally turned into Scooby Doo for a minute. I was like, that was Arr. good. That was a good. That's a good question. Correct. And, but it and, takes a, a real person to answer that question because though. you have to look internally first. You have to. Why? Why are the things being said? And mm-hmm. and did I do said or acted in any way that could have perceived um, a mustard seed amount of doubt? Mm-hmm. Right. And so that then that. They might have added some more to it, yeah. and they might have added some more to it, yeah. and, uh, right? Yeah. But um, so I sat there and I was like, "Well, um, I like to think that I am a mm-hmm. comedy queen, but that doesn't mean that I need to be oh, yeah. mean, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or or crass or disrespectful." 
probably I came across disrespectful bold, at some point. Robust. Bold, robust, mm-hmm. like a big glass of robust <laughs> coffee, Colombian coffee. Oh, um, but you know, it, it, and it's one of those things where before I sit here and I say, mm-hmm. "No, how dare they say that I'm difficult to work <laughs> with?" Um, wow, I sounded like Harvey Fine. <laughs> I don't know. Difficult, difficult to work to with. Work with. <laughs> I, I like him. He's so you're funny. Like, he's hilarious. Um, I want to make sure that I'm not difficult to work with. Mm-hmm. Now, um, we everything that we do and everything that I do mm-hmm. as an entertainer, um, I do with the mentality of um, expanding and moving forward the the, mm-hmm. the movement, right? The LGBT movement mm-hmm. or the LGBT, or the gay agenda, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call mm-hmm. it. Um, so in everything that I do, I try to be as uh, responsive and as... Um, what is the word? Um, helpful and not self-centered as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if I'm failing at that. So mm-hmm. it's one of those things that I, I went and I asked some people. Hey, mm-hmm. people that I've worked with are not necessarily part of the LGBT community. You know, mm-hmm. like Brennan's, like Tropicaleo, mm-hmm. uh, their owners. Um, talking to people like Tito's Vodka or mm-hmm. um, George Dickel and stuff like that. And saying, hey, people that I work with directly mm-hmm. and say, have I ever come across difficult mm-hmm. to work with to you? Right. The answers were no, uh, and I'm not sure if they answer that just because we have You're to continue working, working right, together. Right. But the answers were no. I mean, uh, they because they've gotten to know me and they've gotten to see who I am as an entertainer and what I really work for. So maybe it comes from an uneducated side of things. They don't know what I stand for mm-hmm. or they don't know me deeply enough to say, well, that joke did not land well with me. So now I'm going to go run and say that she was being mean or she was being disrespectful when in reality, maybe if they would have known, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying I'm not justifying anything. Right. Because uh, everybody but, has their truth. But, um, but right. yeah, that's. Well, I see that you and I have a lot of similarities. Because it's like, like how your mind works and thinks. And I think that's how we get a will. Or that's how we get along so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's how it's all packaged. Because even before I met you, I knew who you were. Mm-hmm. Like, I had never seen you a day in my life. But I knew that you used to have these posts on Facebook. And they were very very political yeah. and you were like this 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 and blah, blah, blah. and i was like oh she's very very bold i said like, because i would never put that on my facebook mm-hmm. or like i would never say that out loud um i would say it to close peers and we have a discussion about mm-hmm. it but she's like calling people out for their shit is that and the other and i said maybe people see that and then they think like it's um like you're just like a a, a very bold vicious person or something right. like that and i was like well I, I guess i'll meet him one day so then i met you one day and i was like oh well, she's nice. She just has a mouth, but that's just a big mouth. Yes, and that says she's just big one. goofy and silly. And then it was just like, well, I don't understand why people would say that. But you haven't done anything to me, so I have nothing to say. Just about wait that. about two years. Okay, it's fine. I'm wait. I wait. <laughs> it's fine. You'll do it when you in two years when you have your own podcast. You can talk shit about me and be like that, Sharon Cox. Uh, this is what really happened on Live Word. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's just um, and, and you know, you're right. It might be one of those things where um, where where my big mouth um has been misconstrued or Mm -hmm. taken exactly how it is because the other thing is if you were on the other end of that calling out and you deserve to be called out and you didn't like that you got called out then you can be like sharon is so difficult to work with who you called out had like 
clout behind their name if that makes uh-huh. sense and then they have enough like i guess uh pull in different uh-huh. places to create a narrative about you that could be something that uh-huh. that could be what that is oh did i hit the nose the head, uh, on, you're the nose? Hit the head on the nose the nose on the head i don't know no, the I'm nail on the head something else that people don't know about me is that i'm dyslexic <laughs> in every which way is numbers is words it's everything well the, the nail on the head and then you hit it right on the nose Those oh that's two different things wonderful yeah. great yeah, 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 yeah. see on but the people, nose on the nose refers to dogs they're they're like on the dogs nose. that can look that can smell and find something oh right on the nose right? oh okay wonderful and great. then hit the nail the nail on the head is because you did it right on the center and, and it went the straight, nail down went straight the... yeah, 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 yeah 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 you want to know something sharon what fuck you <laughs> <laughs> that's why people don't like you because you're fucking smart and because i well and and, and hey that, that let it be that's a privilege i guess let, I don't it, know. Be, let it be let it be let it be let it be i don't want to pay copyright <laughs> for this i don't know it because what's that from sponsors Rob? uh no that's actually the beatles is it actually i feel like i've seen it on a play though i was gonna say john lennon (laughs) i was gonna say john legend legend it's john lennon Um, okay yeah it's uh, i felt like i'm speaking words of wisdom let it be okay also another thing people don't know about me but i guess this is the wrong podcast for that it doesn't matter what is it i I sing i can sing i mean i'm a little hoarse right now but (laughs) i can sing let it be let it be (laughs) um let it be but yeah so to wrap to wrap up the rumors i guess Mm -hmm. um I, it, it might just be that it might just mm-hmm. be that uh, I struck I struck a nerve for with certain people that 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 want to talk what they want to talk. It's okay, and that's fine. Here's how it's, here's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. I'm still going. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm on I'm on my own forge path, and and I think um, when we were talking about how queens of color in in, in the drag, mm-hmm. not just speaking of Birmingham, but in mm-hmm. the in the drag um, universe. world universe, yeah. mm-hmm. um, are not seen. Uh, are not seen at the same standard as mm-hmm. white queens mm-hmm. is that um, sometimes we have to forge our own paths and our own journey. True. And so that's where the necessity of creating House of Cox Productions came mm-hmm. from and uh, the necessity of creating my brunches came from. Right. Creating spaces for me to be able to also do my drag, not only mm-hmm. help the community, but to be able to exp- ex- um, express my drag because okay. um, I was not getting either as many bookends or because the rumor of being too difficult to work with was coming across okay um and so it's one of those things where sometimes we are forged to do our own our own journey and forge our own path mm-hmm. and so when i did that uh i created my own train and choo choo i'm going down and here's and here's my here's my analogy this is not my train mm-hmm. this is just a train i'm going on okay you can jump on it and enjoy it mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. and let's see where this takes us right or you can stay in the station and pout and talking True. crap about me but True. i'm gonna be down in another state right <laughs> moving moving in my chuka 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 chuka. but um but yeah so um yeah i guess i guess that's it but um what about i mean we're well, already we're already up for time that's fine it doesn't matter mm. um well let's just wrap up there wrap it up this before you tap fun. it uh, what well i mean we have to be very uh prophylactic um Conscious, conscience, consent. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. I'm going to sleep. Well, uh, I was, well, do you have a takeaway? Um, you give me your takeaway first. So my takeaway, um, when it comes to just being a drag queen and why you do it, I was I would always say find some type of meaning or purpose 
and make sure that you fleshed out that meaning or purpose before even doing drag or then even stepping up on a platform and taking a side of something mm-hmm. um and think about like how you want to be perceived like just fully flesh it out like fully like vex out what you want to do as a drag queen because being a drag queen um it is a privilege mm-hmm. it comes with a particular type of privilege yeah and um it can be used for good or bad it's a it's a wonderful power to have uh for good or yeah. bad and i just say just you know, just be responsible i guess you're responsible for the power you're given yes um, the power you create for me the takeaway would be in the entertainment business not just drag but mm-hmm. in the entertainment business we tend to lose ourselves okay to fit a mold okay so in creating that character like you like a preset in creating that character um, don't lose yourself and don't lose don't lose a, don't lose a sight of who you are as an entertainer and as mm-hmm. a person so don't don't ever do something that you don't feel comfortable doing don't ever say yes just because gotta pay my dues <laughs> right um, right because at the end of the day that's not going to that might give you the, the the clout and the stage that you want at the moment but um with time mm-hmm. and with age you realize uh, it wasn't worth it. Right. It wasn't worth it me losing me and losing my aesthetic or my drag or who I wanted to be when I first started mm-hmm. um, because I wanted to fit in these boxes. Um, so just don't lose sight of who you are as an entertainer mm-hmm. and don't ever confirm, 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 <laughs> conform. conform, conform for that I'm telling reasons. you, there's going to be so much English butchered here. It's okay. It's fine. And I feel like I'm really close to the microphone. Because <laughs> you want to do ASMR. <laughs> well, this has been Capri Dupree. And Sharon Cox. And you've been listening to Lip Work. <laughs> You're an idiot. You're stupid. <laughs>